0: Welcome to Little Known Crime. I'm Chandra Mel. Domestic violence is a huge issue that does not get taken seriously enough. While we do have support groups and resources out there, I don't think they get enough funding. And it is so difficult to get the messages out to everyone who needs it. First, let's break down what really constitutes domestic abuse according to the hotline.org. And I quote, domestic violence, also referred to as intimate partner violence, or IPV, dating abuse, or relationship abuse, is a pattern of behaviors used by one partner to maintain power and control over another partner in an intimate relationship. Domestic violence doesn't discriminate. People of any race, age, gender, sexuality, religion, education level, or economic status can be victim or perpetrator of domestic violence. That includes behaviors that physically harm, intimidate, manipulate, or control a partner, or otherwise force them to behave in ways they don't want to, including through physical violence, threats, emotional abuse, or financial control." End quote. Such forms of abuse can include any and or all of the following. Physical, sexual, financial, emotional, verbal, stalking, and reproductive coercion. Domestic abuse is a scary thing, and oftentimes the victims feel hopeless, trapped, and in fear of leaving or seeking out help for many reasons. And while domestic violence or abuse is and can be experienced by any gender, age, culture, etc., I am focusing on the unique struggles of Latin and Mexican women, be they American or not. I was able to get some statistics off the website Esperanza United, and I quote, with nearly 40 years of success, Esperanza United leverages the strengths of Latin at, forgive my mispronunciation, communities to end gender-based violence, founded and led by Latinas we ground our work in listening to the community adapting to meet their changing needs. We work with the community, other service providers, and systems to ensure Latinas, their families, and our communities receive culturally relevant advocacy and quality, appropriate, and effective resources. End quote. Like many sites that aim to offer resources to people seeking help for their situations, there is a warning when you first open the site that gives you the option to exit safely and discreetly or to continue. This is an incredible tool used because so often, domestic violence survivors are at risk simply by seeking out information. Here's some of the information that Esperanza United gives in their article titled, quote, Latinas and intimate partner violence, evidence-based facts. About one in three Latinas will experience IPV or intimate partner violence in their lifetimes And 1 in 12 has experienced IPV within the last 12 months. Rates of IPV were found to be lower for Mexican immigrants than for those of Mexican descent born in the United States. IPV often includes financial abuse and sexual and reproductive coercion. A study of 2000 Latinas found that about 63% of women who identified being victimized in their lifetime be it by any kind of domestic abuse, reported having experienced it more than once, among 362 Latinas seeking family planning services, 51% reported having experienced IPV, and 34% reported reproductive coercion. And let me stop here and point out that the use of the term "reported" is very important, because there are many out there who do not feel safe reporting their assaults for a multitude of reasons. I think it's very evident that the numbers are going to be higher. We need to understand the importance of creating resources for people of different cultures. According to the article, low rates of reporting among Latinas may create the illusion that IPV services are not needed by this population, but that simply is not true. We have to consider the barriers that are unique to Latinas. Many prefer to tell family members about what they are experiencing, especially undocumented Latinas who fear being deported if they report their abusers. But there's also many situations where they fear telling anyone. This rolls right into the threat of deportation that abusers use to control Latinas. Other fears and reasons that they do not report include lack of confidence in police, shame, guilt, loyalty, or fear of partners, and even previous experience with childhood abuse. Studies show that Latina IPV survivors are less likely to seek out mental health services than non-Latinas. The Latinas with children are more likely to seek out help than those without because they want to protect their children. This does not mean, however, that there aren't Latinas with children who feel trapped and in too much danger to seek help. The reality is that many Latinas, especially those who are undocumented, Do not know their rights and the options out there for them. Education alone can have a big impact on many Latinas feeling safe enough to report abuse. As provided by the Esperanza United site, the following is a list of needs identified by Latina survivors and advocates. And take into consideration that language can be a barrier and therefore translations should be a part of the resources provided. Rights as a survivor. Legal services. Help when going to court. English lessons, protection and safety, transportation, education for independence, a safe place to stay, and someone to speak to in private. They also need resources and responses that are in their native language. Incorporate culturally specific spaces and providers. Do not ask about immigration status. Include space and services for children and extended family address all genders in the community. This site is among many that target Latinas for offering support and resources to help them to safety and to gain independence and confidence. It's very important that we consider all the factors of different cultures and communities who experience domestic abuse so that we may find the best way to provide resources for them. Another thing to take into consideration as to why Latinas may be hesitant to report abuse our cultural values, such as gender role expectations, religion, and economic factors. Breaking these down, I pulled from an article from North Dakota titled, quote, Unique Barriers Faced by Hispanic Female Victims of Domestic Violence. These are the following. Threat of deportation a retraction of sponsorships. Knowing little to no English or having little to no resources offered in their native languages. Machismo. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right which can have positive and negative characteristics, though the negatives can lead to domestic violence. Gender roles in the family are home, where the man is seen as the, quote, breadwinner, and the woman as the, quote, caretaker. This can create an issue when the woman has no financial independence, which can in turn hinder her ability to break away. Family loyalty, which is another strong part of Hispanic culture. Religion, which has a very heavy leaning towards the, quote, sanctity of marriage, and looks down on divorce. People who have experienced child abuse are at a higher risk of being targeted by abusers later in life. And then, the pandemic, which has caused abusers and victims of abuse to be contained in close quarters for much more time than normal, causing rates of domestic violence to raise exponentially. And this is including all cultures, races, etc. I read an article titled, quote, They are not alone. Hispanic domestic abuse survivors speak out to help other victims with the following people credited. Cecilia Hernandez Cromwell, Eva Morales, Josh Delaney, and Kayla Branch. While it covers some of the information provided earlier, they also cover the incredible survival story of Blanca Kaiser in 2013. Kaiser was consistently assaulted by her boyfriend and finally had had enough. In a guise to get her to safety, she complained of stomach issues so that he would take her to the hospital. Together, They went to Deaconess Hospital in Oklahoma City, and while being cared for, the staff received an anonymous call that stated that Blanca Kaiser had been assaulted by her boyfriend. Using the excuse of needing x-rays, they were able to separate her from him safely. Police showed up and arrested him after hearing Blanca's statement. They had been at a friend's house party when her boyfriend of two years struck her in the head, pulled her hair, and bit her in the face. He was released not long after the arrest and was able to assault her again three months later. And I quote, This time, he held a rag doused in ammonia over her mouth while threatening to kill her and her children. She lost consciousness, and when she woke up, her pants were pulled down and her shirt was off. End quote. In an interview, Blanca stated, And I quote, I could no longer handle it. Once my children went to school, I told him I was going to work so that I could leave the apartment. And that is how I got out and went to the police station to make a police report. End quote. Blanca is about five feet tall and in her early to mid-forties. She has three children and runs her own housekeeping business. She's originally from a small village in Guatemala and speaks very small amounts of English. She grew up in a household that saw the normalization of hitting, so she thought that abuse was normal. But what she wanted was a tight-knit family and thought she was finding what she was looking for. However, over the two-year period, she realized that she could no longer put up with the abuse. Discussing his evolution of abuse, it is clear that he was using manipulation. And I quote, Everything was okay, but then he started to demand things. And when I did not do what he asked for, he would hit the wall. Then he would say, Forgive me, but you made me mad. That kept on happening until he stopped hitting the wall and started hitting me." He accused her of cheating and pressured her for sex. He threatened her children. As I understand it, she may not have yet been a legal resident of the United States at the time because he would warn her not to contact authorities and risk involving immigration officials. She is a resident as of now. Blanca Kaiser's abuser pled guilty to kidnapping second-degree robbery, and domestic abuse, after which he was sentenced to state prison. He was released on probation in April 2015, and she does not know his whereabouts. She has since remarried and describes herself as a strong, happy, and caring woman. She still battles with depression, but works to not let her past consume her life. She uses therapy and victim services from the YWCA, or Young Women's Christian Association. She hopes her story goes on to give courage and hope to others experiencing domestic abuse. And I quote, I don't want what happened to me to affect them, my family. I prefer to be quiet and sometimes cry in my room. I have always made sure that they see me strong. After all that happened, I have learned to love life more. If I look back, I realize I am a stronger woman. I can keep going no matter what happens. End quote speaking about the YWCA, and I quote, there are people ready to listen to them. If I went through this and I am okay, then other women should do the same. They are not alone, end quote. If you or someone you know is suffering from domestic abuse, there are people and resources out there. One option is the National Domestic Violence Hotline, They are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. On their website, they claim that English, Spanish, and over 200 other languages are available through interpretation services. Their number is 1-800-799-7233. You can also text START to 88788. The website which i will include in the show notes along with the numbers gives an option to seek out local resources as well where it breaks down not only by location but also what resources you may be seeking out so it serves as a sort of search engine i will include the specific link to that page as well at the top left hand corner of the page there is an option to click in espanol this site also has options to donate to get involved To learn about forms of domestic abuse and signs to look out for. While on the subject, there is another platform available called Asian Task Force Against Domestic Violence. They have a 24-hour multilingual helpline and the number for that is 617-338-2355. They currently provide the following languages. English, Bangla, Chinese, Cantonese, Mandarin, Shanghainese, Taiwanese, Hindi, Japanese, Khmer, Korean, Lao, Manipuri, Mien, it's M-I-E-N, Nepali, Tagalog or Filipino, Thai, Urdu, and Vietnamese. And I do apologize for any of those that I have mispronounced, but I will include the link for that website as well. And they do have that list right on that website for you to see. There are many other resources out there. If you ever feel uncomfortable searching information on any search engine due to any repercussions or possible repercussions in your situation, feel free to email me at littleknowncrime at gmail.com. You can simply say resources, or give me any information that you might need so that I can help you to try to find the right resources for you. I'm not a professional, but I will do my best to help. For this episode, the missing individual from the Washington State Patrol List is Piper Christ, or Christ. Fourteen years old, they have been missing since November 6th, 2022. If you have any information regarding their whereabouts, please contact the Everett Police Department at 425-257-8400. If you want to access episodes early, become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash little known crime. Your support not only offers you merch, it helps fund this podcast so I can keep it going. Podcasting does cost money and helping to fund can help with better research and equipment to add to a higher quality for you. Also, please don't forget to rate and review. The more reviews I get, the wider listenership, and the more people will hear about these cases and individuals. And finally, check out my Instagram at little known crime and my Facebook page, little known crime, where I will be posting photos from today's episode, along with the links and the contact information, as well as the information for the hotlines. Thank you for listening. I'm Chandra Mel, and this is Little Known Crime.